Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome <laughs> to Wrestle Culture. Dum. Now this is a story all about how Bray Wyatt got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute just sit right there. I'll tell you how he became the fiend for a weird billionaire. You better strap in. I got more verses. In Orlando, Florida, born and raised in the fun houses where he spent most of his days. Chilling out, creeping about, acting all weird, wearing masks, making lamps, and growing out a beard. He found a couple of guys who were up to no good. Suggested that they started up a brotherhood. He posted a little white rabbit just for kicks, and now they're all going mad about the Wyndham Six. Ooh. One more, one more. I'm nearly there. He pulled up to Extreme Rules, popped the fans, and he yelled, I've got the whole world in my hands. He looked at his kingdom. He was finally redeemed to sit on the throne as the f- Wrestling! <laughs> Welcome to Wrestle Culture, everybody. Adam Nicholas here, sitting in the Adam Wilborn hot seat for today. I feel so Exciting. powerful. Yeah, I'm really love loving this. Really, really loving this. I hope you enjoyed that. That was a bit just for you two to pop you on this Friday. That was really we're in, good. We're in a good mood. It's Fiend Week, baby! It's Fiend Week! Yeah, it is. I'm joined by Phil Chambers and Andy Murray to do Wrestle Culture. But obviously, before we begin, yada, 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 podcasts from wherever you get your podcasts <laughs> yeah, from. You know what we Listen do at this point. It. Listen, Wilborn's not here. I'm not doing his shtick. So we're going to just have a nice. An unproblematic time. First of all, hey, how are we doing today? I feel like he never asks you how you're doing today. <laughs> he doesn't, does he? He doesn't, he doesn't care. Boy. How are you doing he's, today? He's lacking in empathy, that boy. <laughs> uh, really good, man. It's been a busy week, uh, coverage-wise and administratively wise. Uh, a, a weird one across the board. Um, the three of us in particular have had very strange days meeting some very strange creatures <laughs> That's very in fair. our very strange jobs. But yeah, I'm feeling good, man. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you doing, Phil Chambers? I'm good. Not bad. I've had some time off. It's been absolutely lovely. Well, actually, haven't you? Yeah. And the best thing right now is we've got a few little tins on our desks right yeah, now. Yeah, we right do. It's Pepsi time, baby. Pepsi it's time, a, baby. All right. It is a Friday hey. after all. Oh! Cheers, gentlemen. Pepsi Cheers. Yes, to Adam Wilborn oh. being away. <laughs> having no Wilborn. When, hey. the, do- when the dog's away, hey. something will play. Oh, we Jake. missed. We Let's missed. try we missed again. That Jake. Please, please, please don't spill it on the board. Whatever you do, you've got to click right over the top of the soundboard. <laughs> he will literally kill me. As always, a busy week in wrestling. However, Andy Murray, Phil Chambers, has yep. been through quite a busy week this week, I think. Yeah. And as everybody probably knows, <laughs> listening to this podcast, AEW is, continues to be broken forever. <laughs> like, we had stuff going on backstage. Just leave each other alone, for God's sake. So, in vain of, you know, trying to focus on the good vibes and the good vibes alone. We're going to take a leaf out of Ricky Stark's book, Andy Murray. And because that man tweeted, man, can my co-workers just shut the F up for a minute? <laughs> You've all heard enough about the fighting from AEW and stuff. So we are going to go straight over to, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, the unproblematic company <laughs> <laughs> in WWE, which the is the first time we've ever well, got to say they're that. They're significantly mean, less problematic <laughs> yeah. now that they've gotten rid of the demented old man, exactly. aren't they? Yeah. Now that the weird old billionaire's gone, I think... <laughs> Is it all good now? No, it's not, obviously, but still. 
we're going to go across there. We're going to talk a lot about them today with a little one good bit of AEW news, which I feel like we should talk about, but we'll stay yeah. there for a second. First of all, it is Fiend Week, Phil. It is Fiend and it Week. And it is Phil Week. It's Fiend Week, Andy Murray. Hey, every mm. week's Phil Week. But are we excited <laughs> about the Fiend? Are we indifferent? Obviously. Of course you're excited. Obviously. We're Look excited about the Fiend. It's mm-hmm. like the legend of the Fiend has only grown in his absence, hasn't it? Distant only makes the Fiend grow fo- <laughs> Heart grow fiender is there what I should go. go from there. Yeah, he's coming back, man. It's going to be weird. And I'm here for weird these days. I'm here for stupid and dumb. Uh, my tolerance will probably be about a week before I'm tired of it, but <laughs> it, it's 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 almost certain to happen. Um, what they've done is they've created a situation where it's good marketing because people expect the fiend Bray Wyatt to Bray be Wyatt. there, whatever his character is going to be. They expect him to be there now with the White Rabbit stuff, so people are going to tune in. More people are going to tune in as a, as a result of that. Fiendaholics everywhere, brother, are going to be tuning in to see the big man coming through <laughs> with his head and a lantern and all that. Um, but if they don't deliver the fiend, and they will, so I'm, mm. you know, I'm, I'm being devil's advocate here. If they, <laughs> if they don't, uh, the backlash is going to be very deserved. But yeah, man, the fiend's coming back, baby. How could you not join that party? Well, this is it. And I have to say, you may be trying to cover all bases here, but this is still WWE we're talking about. So understandable. Phil, I'm assuming you're excited. I want to ask you, though, predictions, Phil, for how Ooh. how are we going to get the return off with it? The Fiend slash Bray Wyatt slash Wyndham Six slash <laughs> Wyndham Rotunda slash anybody else? The White Rabbit. The White Rabbit himself. What are your expectations and what's going to happen, Phil? I genuinely have absolutely no idea, <laughs> and I really like that. I kind of, mm. personally, I want, I want it to be something new. I don't want it to be The Fiend. I think they've done The Fiend. I don't want it to be, like, the cult Aww. leader, Bray Wyatt. Mm. I think we've, we've been there, we've done that, and he's a creative guy. He's got other characters deep within his soul. <laughs> and then at some point, at the Royal Rumble, we can get the three faces of uh, Fiend. <laughs> 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 and we play that, which we've all been missing from wrestling. Uh, but I'm very much looking forward to The Fiend. I mean, what? Whatever form it is, being back. I think WWE's a bit too straight-laced at the minute. Like, there's not a lot of nonsense. Hang on. Are you, are you suggesting? <laughs> Which is a weird thing to say. Like, you've got maximum male models, but that's about the tip. Yeah. Like, that's well, the for tip now. The, the for now. Are you suggesting that the Triple H doesn't like fun fit? I know. It does seem that way. No. It's all been a little bit too serious. So I'm ready for a bit of just <laughs> nonsense back in my wrestling. And oh. I'm, to be honest, I'm kind of here for it if it's not even The Fiend, because that would just be absolutely hilarious to watch the internet fall apart. Yeah. I think in general, isn't it? It's just, he's, he's coming back, which I think people are excited about it for him, probably as a human being. Just he's getting to come back yep. and actually be part of the wrestling world again. Like for better or for worse, I think he's definitely belongs in there. Yeah. I just, I yeah. personally, I don't really know how I feel about The Fiend or Fiend. about why I, I'm interested though. And he is, uh, whether I like it or not, I suppose he is a creative guy. A <laughs> creative definitely. guy. He's a guy with a lot of ideas. He's a guy with a lot his of ideas. His favorite idea That's it, his, is yeah, being creative, exactly. yeah. as we know. That is his favorite. Challenge, actually, to Phil after that dastardly Ooh. word about not being excited about the flipping feet. Yes, you couldn't see it, but Andy Murray was very not happy about this. <laughs> Create the next Bray Wyatt gimmick on the spot. Because keep in mind, no pressure. this guy's creativity is Al or the shop. Yeah. Could be anything. What you got, baby? He well, could he could be eating, reading any comic books right now. <laughs> any at all. Danger I mean, mouse. The logical mind goes to Alice in Wonderland stuff, and there's plenty of bonkers batshit stuff he can do in there. If he comes out as both Tweedledee and Tweedledee. <laughs> I mean, I'd be I'd be absolutely here for that. That'd be absolutely fantastic. But he's got the Mad Hatter who he's already dressed up as a little bit in the fam the 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 the, the fun house. Fun house. Um so maybe there's a bunch of stuff you can tie into that. If he's just always late for matches because he's the white rabbit and he's always late for a very important date, that'd be kind so, of funny too. <laughs> it's like the Eva Marie gimmick, but the white rabbit is late because he is delayed. Just doesn't turn up his matches. <laughs> well, it'd be quite interesting as well because if he wants to go looking for somebody with no heart, he could just give Vince a call. Oh, I can't <laughs> imagine he's like doing Alice. it, but let's be honest. We've <laughs> also got the Queen of Hearts, of course, in um, in Alice in Wonderland, so you can tie it into like uh, Natalia. Natalia there. So well, that'll do you well because uh, I know be good. you're a huge fan. I know, a huge, huge a fan, huge fan. Stops are doing catch. I'll be okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> We're sure. swearing today, yeah, boys. <laughs> Everyone knows Phil's at it, and he's like, "Okay, baby." <laughs> Everyone gets one. Yeah. I've still got mine in the pocket. You still got yours. Well, I'll definitely make sure I don't do any more today because I had a few weird, <laughs> <in the, laughs> weird in the lobby. <laughs> but yeah, I think generally. 
it would be fair to say the rest of the world is very excited about this. They've yes. done a, I think they've done a pretty good job in being yeah. restricted yeah. rather than Michael Cole mallet over your head saying like, did you see the thing with the thing yeah. and the stuff? Mallet. It's been mallet. Hey, see? It was all choice. Hey. All hey. choice there. Never like, switch off. Just before we started this podcast, mm. like Hamlet himself downstairs in our office was just casually talking about how did we not understand the goldness of the fiend when it, when it was time for the fiend and we're getting a chance to like re go redo history and go back to the golden era See. of the fiend that they never appreciated back then I think they're going to be sick of it within yes a month. This, yeah. is, this is the problem with rose colored glasses all the red flags just look like flags when you're yeah. wearing rose colored glasses and these boys yeah. have, have I remember the thickness of the fiend being like ruining their lives on a weekly basis they were so sad Bray Wyatt's going to come back. They're going to be excited. I tell you what, Michael Hamflit might have been the most excited person when he first came back as like TV presenter Bray just before yeah. the proper Fiend reveal. And I know it's going to be a repeat in history. Andy yeah, Murray, we spoke on. about this a little bit earlier. I suggested two weeks. You were like, I think you're being generous. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I reckon you're getting one week of television yeah. out, of, out of it before the office is like, ah, oh, bloody Bray Wyatt. Blah, blah, I should blah. point out as well, if that's not to say I'm not looking forward to it for him. I think it's going to be great. It's going to be Good exciting. I mean, specifically, the content in our office is going to be like so excited <laughs> and then so very upset yep. when he's doing those rambling promos again and they're not letting him do the things he said he was going to do. It's like, this isn't his fault, yep. it's them. And this is for you, dear listeners, to monitor the state of Michael Hamlet right yes. now. If just know that right now he is absolute peak excitement to the point he was trying to fob off his entire family yeah. to do the stream on Saturday. Michael Hamlet unfortunately nearly, couldn't get away with it. He nearly gave his kids to the fiend <laughs> just, just so he could be free. The extreme rules or extreme rules watch stream. the fiend appear. But there you go. So yes. right now, the peak level, the excitement level in him is, is real. It's yeah, huge. Yeah. And just watch it diminish each week. <laughs> it's watching it glaze over in his eyes. Will be, it will be good fun. But it's not the only exciting thing that has been happening in WWE. There's a lot of things, but the one big thing that happened yesterday, of course, a big announcement, we're getting new uh, commentary teams for both SmackDown, Raw, and NXT, which is very exciting indeed. I will run you through what's going on there. Of course, it's been, you know, We've had, what was it? I always forget his name. I want to call him Jimmy Smith, and it's always Jimmy Smith, right? Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith is obviously no longer now with the company. He's uh, left, I believe, or he's certainly ended his they role. They fired him. With comedy. Um, well, I was trying to be nice about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to give that man his dignity. Yes. On this podcast, he was like, yeah. Mm. Uh, it was obviously Jimmy Smith has no hard feelings like going yeah. by his feats and stuff. He seems uh, very professional about it. Yeah. yeah, so he's like he's not like shooting on the red of him. But he told a story on this podcast where they were going over notes for the pay per view uh, on Monday, uh, and Triple H went, "Yeah, yeah, give those to Michael for the pay per view." And he was like, "Hold on, I'm calling that match." And then mm. the next day he got the call. So it's, it's like a bit of a flub oh. uh, from Ald Papa Papa H. Um, at a time when he can do no wrong as well. Yeah, yeah. that Going man's to <laughs> yeah. that man's never done any wrong in his thirty-year uh, wrestling career. Um, but I thought Jimmy Smith did a good job. I thought he was a professional, slick guy. I kind of liked when when guys were doing like submissions and, and grappling and stuff because he had that MMA background. He was yeah, quite good. It brings a bit of legitimacy yeah, to it. There. It's like all the leverage around the neck if you pop the hips and all this stuff. It's kind of like like Taz does stuff like that yeah. on on AEW. But obviously Jimmy Smith comes from that world, yeah. so it's a bit different. Um, so I'll actually miss him a fair bit because it's no easy job doing three hours of television every week, particularly when the Skeletor was in the back <laughs> screaming in your ear. That's horrendous a job. Thankless task. But I'll tell you what, Marie, we'll stay with you then because I'll do Raw with you and I'll do Smackdown with you, Phil. Come right. to you. You just sit tight. Don't worry. We'll, we'll Does that mean there. that I have to do the impression of Raw's new play-by-play uh, -play announcement? Well, now that you mentioned it, Andy Murray, I don't know. <laughs> so we've got now on the new Raw team, it's going to be Kevin Patrick and Corey Graves. And of course, mm. the lovely, I was very pleased about this, the backstage interviewer is going to be a return for Kathy Kelly. Kathy Kelly, yeah. Which I think is a huge get. She was such an integral really part good. of Triple H's NXT and the backstage stuff in particular. And another big W in his column for that. What do you think of this new look comedy team? It's really tough to know what to think. I, I don't know if I've ever heard Kevin Patrick commentate a whole show. Um, <laughs> so, or if I has have... Has he done any, any commentary? Or has is he, is he done like main event or something? I could like, not he's tell He's done loads you. of backstage oh. stuff, obviously, but I've yeah. done... I can't picture him on Certainly as a man who hasn't been watching it, I, all I've ever seen him in is backstage. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. So. so obviously they, they, they'll have tried him out and, and ran him through the things and he's quite, like, he's good in the interviewer mm. role for sure. So hopefully that's translatable and hopefully him and Graves have some good Does he, does he do the pre-show stuff? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, so he's on there as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. do loads of broad, and he's very, he's like a nice on-screen presence, and uh, I find his accent very charming yeah. indeed. I, I'm, I think it's cool. Um, I'm a bit sad. I'm not going to lie. A lot of people don't like this about the Raw team. I'm a he bit used to call sad. Main event for a bit, apparently. Okay. There we go. There we go. And we all keep up with main event. Of course, of course. Of course. <laughs> I'm a bit disappointed that Byron's gone. Man. Mm, he's yeah. going to be backstage as well, yeah. which is good. good. Like I'm glad he's staying around. But like him and Corey had a fun vibe. I think he's one of the most underrated Byron sides. Yeah, Byron he knows rules. his role really, yeah. really he's well. He's a goober. Yeah. And yeah. he plays up. But he to plays it. into it. He yeah. doesn't try to be Hell too cool. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. That Stone Cold stuff during the pandemic was amazing. Yeah. That made him forever. Real highlight of exactly the qualities that he's got. Yeah. But yeah, it still looks like a decent, solid team. Of course, we'll have to wait and see if it's going to be any good. Glad Kathy's back. She's yes. She's got the personality for this. She was great in NXT. She'll be fun. Brings um, yeah. life to a role that doesn't need it necessarily, yeah. but makes it better. I yeah. feel like as well, it feels like maybe her timing for her disappearance in WWE was just slightly off right before everything went completely to yeah. part with the world. And I'm sure she's the been pandy. patient to get back. So this is cool to see. But Phil... Oh, the SmackDown team. We yes. now have, and I'm excited about this one. Yeah, it is. The duo of Michael Cole, <laughs> who's Michael Cole forever, yep. and Stu Bennett, who's had the promotion from NXT to SmackDown. Right, I am Barrett. super excited. I'm afraid I've got some good news <laughs> for Stu Bennett. That's there great, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And obviously, as everybody knows, uh, it was WCPW that brought Wade is. Barrett back to the world of wrestling, put him in the commentary booth, mm. made him realize his passions and sent him on his way to go and realize <laughs> his dreams in WWE. So Adam Wilborn's best you're friend, welcome, as well. is basically yeah. what I'm getting at here. You're welcome, Stu. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to say a real quick, I once had a film Stu Bennett walking from a hotel to the arena where the, the Defiance show was going to be on. He is absolutely massive. He is a big like, And I'm, I'm not exactly a super tall guy, so I realize lots of people are massive to me. Yep. This man made everybody I've ever seen before yeah. look tiny and made a lot of our champions look <laughs> tiny as well. Him and Drew were the two yeah. guys where I was like, holy yes. cow, I realize the land of the giants thing. Yeah. WWE That's actually now. real. This is real. <laughs> yeah. My word. But yeah, very excited for this. He's done great in NXT and... It's just a bit of fresh air to SmackDown. I really, really like this as a as a team. Obviously, you've got the old hand in Cole, who has been so much better since being kind yeah. of let off the reins by Vince McMahon a little bit and being able to actually show everyone why he's like been doing this for 20-odd years and why he is like the best of this kind of thing. It'll be interesting to see as well. Those two will have some form of previous relationship in terms yeah. of obviously used to be Wade Barrett in the ring, so there's going to be the... I don't know how much they'll know or not know about each other, but as in, in, in terms of putting somebody on the main roster to get a good lead in hand, I feel like Michael Cole is not going to be able to steer him wrong, is he? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. you've got the sort of the relationship between them where Wade Barrett's obviously going to make fun of Michael Cole. Yeah. <laughs> and again, like the Barrett yeah, 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 he yeah. is definitely going to mm-hmm. be the butt of a lot of jokes, and I think that could be really entertaining. I really like this as a team. <laughs> yeah. Big fan. And I have to give a special shout-out to the NXT team. <laughs> hey, we're, and Kayla Braxton's still on uh, SmackDown. Well, of course, gotta, Kayla Braxton. got to point that out That's first, true, that's true. Who has been doing... Excellent well, work. The reason and is the right place for her. If, if she's going to be limited to one show, SmackDown 100% for that relationship with her and Paul Heyman, which is the True. best storyline in wrestling right now. She is also <laughs> just great at pretty much everything she does, Kayla Braxton. She is very, the very, very she is, The reason she isn't on this list, Phil, is because she hasn't changed because she's the she constant. But, just, just remain. but yes, no, good shout out, good shout out. We do love Kayla Braxton. <laughs> yeah, more, more culture. NXT, though, Vic Joseph <laughs> and <laughs> drum roll, please, everyone. <laughs> Booker T. <laughs> Booker T has rocked up in NXT. My He's God. He's back, baby. He's <laughs> back, baby. This is going to be great. This is going to yeah, be great. I think so. Booker T talks so much absolute <laughs> pish. <laughs> And he's, he's obviously a really fun and engaging guy, <laughs> but he talks so much complete nonsense all the time. And he's on the nonsense brand. I'm so excited. How could this not be? He's, he's going to be a handful for Vic Joseph. That's that's exactly, that is exactly what I was he's about to say. He's going to eat Vic Joseph alive, man. It's like they are throwing Vic Joseph in at the deep end. It's like, if he can rain back Booker, then maybe he's got he's got legs on the main master. Like, basically, he's had to spend all our time with Stu Bennett, yeah. just ripping him. And in a, in a good way, a yeah, manageable yeah, yeah. way. Yeah. This is like... <laughs> he's been put. He's been asked to look after someone's kid for the whole day. Can he manage it? And he's just. It's going to be Booker T being Booker T in the most Booker T way possible. And Vic Joseph trying to be like, yeah, we've got a show to do, yeah, yeah. Booker. How do we get On back NXT to this? as well, where Booker T will probably have the least amount of oversight over his yeah. position. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is brilliant. But yeah, it's nice to see the real AEW defender, Booker T, <laughs> is now one of the commentators on NXT. It'll be tougher for us to get thumbnails out of him on the website now, maybe. It will. No, we can't <laughs> use WWE former <laughs> ah, legend true. or whatever. That's true. We can't NXT silu- commentator doesn't quite yeah, have We can't ring. silhouette him as much now. That's no. a shame. Yeah. But yeah, we don't do that enough, to be fair. We can still try, though. We can still try. <laughs> Um, before we jump on, we're going to talk about Extreme Rules in a just short bit. But let's talk about the one only good, well, not only good, but the most notably good thing from AEW this week is that, uh, I'm going to get this wrong. Hey. Surya? Surya. Is that how you pronounce Surya. it? Surya. Surya. I hope I've got that right. Sorry, Surya. Surya has been officially cleared to return mm. to in-ring That's action. That's not what Britt Baker despite, said. No, <laughs> despite what Britt Baker said, she has been officially Cleared. Andy Murray, your yeah. thoughts on this? This is, this is good news from a, yeah. like, certainly from a life perspective, absolutely. That was really funny on Dynamite where Britt yeah. Baker was like, I have spoken to doctors and they say, and immediately. <laughs> and doctor. Yeah, yeah. And, and immediately the announcers are like, the hell, what was she on about? <laughs> what was she on about? That was a good bit. Yeah, it was. And then you kind of knew that when, when she threw some punches and kicks and stuff on, uh, was it Rebel? She gave us a, a drive-by kick or a yeah, stomp yeah. to. Uh, you kind of knew then, okay, she's been clear. But good to have the confirmation in the Observer this week. Dr. Michael Sampson giving the old check sheet a little tick. Um, yeah, this is good. This is nice. Like, I thought that the return at uh, the debut at Grand Slam was just one of the nicest feelings of the yeah. year. Because it was like... It wasn't just that, you know, uh, it, like they did it really well because they just lingered on it and they didn't shout over it or anything. For like the first half minute, they just shut up and let her walk out and stuff. Mm. And they stayed on it for a few minutes. They didn't just cut away, which they often do, yeah. rush to the back kind mm. of vibe. They let it like marinate, let it spread and all that. Nice moment, good. But also like the context of her past six years, really, with the injuries and the retirement and the the Alberto stuff. And obviously like, you know, she's had a really, really rough time with various issues, getting fired. Well, not getting fired, but like being removed from her general manager role for no apparent reason when we all thought she was doing quite a good job. That kind of sucked. You know, the Twitch stuff, which she was a big advocate of when they banned that and then, you know, Soft brought it back. Um, So, yeah, happy for her. Uh, Particularly happy, actually, after, because that segment last week, not, 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 not great, not great, (laughs) not great. I'm a ge- I'm a gentle critic, not great. Um, so it was it's nice to have this week where where she brawled and it was like a big pop. It's like oh my god, Soraya's getting physical for the first time in five years. It's just really nice and a good fortune for someone who has had a lot of bad fortune in recent years. And I hope it continues. And I'm looking forward to her and Britt because I've no idea what that looks like. Absolutely, and that's the it's the fascinating dynamic, really, isn't it? Because back in the day, you'd imagine the Brit would have been dying to have this match yeah. when she was Paige in WWE, because obviously she was <clears throat> considered to be a hugely important figure in the women's revolution. Uh, despite WWE's, you know, inventing women's wrestling, obviously when course, Stephanie McMahon yeah. came yeah. back, personally, I, was like, yeah. Yeah, I I've decided that women should wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's interesting to see how the flip reverses, because now although Paige obviously has the legacy. You'd argue Brit is the one. Well, there's no argument about it. She's the one at the top of a game. She's the star. It's actually Paige who, Surya now, who's going to have to come and bring it to that. Phil, your thoughts? How are you feeling about this? I'm excited by this. I think it's a huge opportunity for AEW. Like this is when it actually hits. I assume it's going to happen at a pay per view or something. But is this going to be like the biggest women's match AEW have ever had? Have they had anything like more in terms terms of like eyes on it and things and hype star power? Star power. Yeah, I guess guess maybe a crossover. Crossover who's been like the AEW like poster child for women's wrestling since the very beginning. Mm. Like the first person, the first woman that they signed and everything going up against this like person who like defined the women's revolution and like things like that. So it's like it's a Different eras clashing, different styles clashing. Um, and yeah, this big comeback match. I think it's going to have a lot of eyeballs on it. So I think it's got a lot of pressure behind it. And hopefully yeah. it is the catalyst for uh, AW pushing forward with more and better, probably more importantly, uh, women's stuff going forwards. And it's definitely, it's there's been some kind of change since it's happened. Like mm-hmm. there's definitely uh, more of a focus on at least more women in the thing. Like Willow Nightingale getting a huge spot on Dynamite mm-hmm. this week and the big win as well, which is massive. That for match her. was great as well. And that match really, was really, really yeah. good fun. And everyone in it got like really like great spots and everyone came out looking a little bit better, I think, out of that match. So it's exciting stuff going forward. I'm definitely, definitely interested in this match. It's quite amazing that, that when you when you book an episode of Dynamite after last week's bad one, well, not not as good one, yeah. if you will. Whatever your terms of the quality <laughs> was, um, I didn't think it was great. Um, this week, suddenly, the quality turns around when Willow Nightingale's on it. It's yeah, weird, amazing, that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> it's this massive it's like a cheap uh, force of positive energy yeah. turns up. She's amazing. Show. Her baby face just vibrance. Yeah. 
every single match. I don't know how you can not get into it. It's yeah. great. I think everybody in that match as well felt. I, f- I felt like for the first time in what feels like ages, I wanted to see way more from everybody in that match. Yeah. Like, yeah, I want to see what's going on with you now, Will and Nightingale. I want to. See- everybody wants to see Jamie here crowned as some form of champion at some point. Goldberg, very soon. Absolutely. I want to see her get the Goldberg yeah. push. Absolutely, yeah. man. She's amazing. And then even Penelope Ford looking great. Yeah, yeah. completely and then underrated. The Nightingale, Jade Cargill stuff in the yeah. little backstage bit at the end as well. It's like, ah, oh, that's something I'm definitely that's tonight, interested isn't it? in. Yeah. That's tonight, I. I'd say the one thing I am, I was a little concerned about was the fact that I could feel Tony Khan using uh, Surya as that, like, kayfabe, this woman is the one who's bringing the change, which means if anything goes wrong, it's yes. going to be her fault as well. That's a yeah. lot of pressure to put on someone yeah. who was just coming back. But fingers crossed, it seems to be heading in the right direction. Let's just hope, I, I, I hope and pray for the match <laughs> that they eventually have can live up to the hype because it's going to be quite a big deal and quite a big thing to do. Speaking of living up to the hype though, boys, right. it's Extreme Rules weekend hey. on Fiend Week, no yeah. less. Would you believe? What are the chances of that? Famous pay-per-view with its uh, storied legacy. Of course. I can't believe we've <laughs> made it to <laughs> another year. How have we done it? <laughs> I'm just amazed that by the time he actually turns up, it, the like, graphics are not going to turn and like Extreme Rules, horror show. You know, like last <laughs> Swamp time fights back, baby. Swamp fights back. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's cut a quick run through some of the matches. I'm not going to well, I might go through them all if we can be honest. There's only six. <laughs> yeah. But still, though, it is, you know, we're so excited about the feed. I love, big fan of these six matches, WWE cards. They are. Hell well, yes. Before Hell the matches, yes. real quick, yes or no, is Trip, Annie Murray, is Triple H going to do just six matches and keep it short? I think he's going to add one more tonight. I don't know what it okay. is, but that, I guess that would still qualify as keeping it short. Keeping it short. Right? Seven's yeah. pretty good, Phil. I think if you add one onto the pre-show, maybe I'd be down with that. Yeah. I've been completely ignoring pre-shows recently and I have no idea why. Well, no there's no reason to watch them at the moment, is there? <laughs> like they made this change for WrestleMania this year and me and Gareth Morgan were doing the stream for night one and we're like, right, yep. we'll start with the pre-show. So we did a two hour pre-show on the of live stream. DJ. Yeah, of, of DJ, <laughs> what's his name? DJ something can. He's like, he's literally Nick Khan's nephew. <laughs> yeah. What a what a what a hack job that is. Uh, and then we've just watched like Jake Paul doing an interview. <laughs> it was like, oh, here's Booker T on the desk. I am. Is I know that that's not. Sh- but I can't. Oh, sorry, that's my that's, that's my okay. <laughs> Take note of that one, Phil. Just for you. Uh, in my head, there when you were talking about, <laughs> for some reason, it was Tony Khan with the headphones on. Doing the mixer in the middle of a beat. In the middle of a beat, just having the greatest time. Ever. Drop that beat tone. Drop that beat BT big tone. Let's go. Right then, let's have a little look at some of these matches. We'll start with you know the best wrestler of all time ever, and he's just on the match. Let's start with Edge versus Finn Balor. No hey. bias whatsoever. No <laughs> bias whatsoever. They will be turned up in an I Quit match, which, admittedly, you know, can be a difficult match sometimes to get right. But do we have fit? Who, who would like to take that one? For? Go on. Who wants it? Who wants it? I'm going to go with Phil. I, I, go go with I, Phil. I, I don't want it. I'm looking at Andy Murray's eyes. He wanted nothing to do with that. Come on. Uh, I don't know who takes this one. I think it could mm. legit go either way. I think Edge has lost quite a lot recently, not just yeah. in matches wise, but in like losing the judgment day and then like all, all the momentum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's still got his star power. He ain't yes. lost that. Uh, and Always. I think, obviously, Finn Balor is an incredible hand. Like, there's no chance this match is bad unless it goes, like, 45 minutes or something, in which case it might go a little <laughs> bit too edge, um, which could happen. Impossible. Impossible. <laughs> uh, but they've got so much to play on. They've got the yeah. TLC history of edge, which will probably come into this. You've got the leg of the chair around the face stuff. Like, there's loads of little bits and pieces. You've got the concerto. You've got all the Damien, Damien stuff. Damien. Uh, Damien. <laughs> Damien <laughs> Mysterio. Fair, you could be the Dominic for, stuff. Forgive him for getting that confused. The Dominic stuff that can play into this. Like, uh, yeah. all the Judgment Day stuff. Ray is well like this is gonna be stupid good fun i think mm. um like in terms of like i hope they bring the microphone into it like i've not seen people do too often recently bringing the microphone into the i quit matches a bit more um like cutting some promos mid-match i think would be very very entertaining but i'm i've got high hopes for this one i think i think it's big <laughs> big position for finn balor with the sort of new judgment day he's just got the top of that uh and so Edge weird isn't it like trying to cement that Come back, come back, yeah. <coughs> come back. Yeah, the come back, come back, come back. He does <laughs> one of these every three months. I was going to say, have, have, they, have they figured out that what he's really good at is turning up and popping a crowd? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, getting the pop, getting the pop. I love that man, but I've seen him come back so many times in the last three <laughs> he's years. He's not really been the same since that number Don Mysterio did on his little pinner. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. He get out of here with that little pinner. Right his little get pinner. Right out of here. Okay, real quick. <laughs> Anyone we want to talk about? Can we predict a winner each? Phil? Finn Balor. Uh, edge, why not? Yeah. One for Edge, one for Finn Balor. Oh, I can't bat against Edge, so I'm going to go with Edge as well. Fair. Think you about the have. pinner, man. <laughs> think, think about the... Hey, I bet he pins him with the pinner. <laughs> uh, we will move across to, from pinners, to straps, Andy Murray. Oh, yes. We have Drew McIntyre 
Your home countryman. Yes, from my neck of the woods. Indeed. Not, Cardiff, not, Wales. Not <laughs> I was just about to say, not from Cardiff, Wales. I got uh, so much crap off that when I was <laughs> when I was mentioning the absurdity of calling it his back, uh, backyard or whatever. So many Americans were like, hey, man, like our country is absolutely yeah. huge. Uh, you can give him 400 miles. I was like, mate, it's literally no. a different country. <laughs> no, you Come cannot. On. It's like going, hey, your neck of the woods and talking about Mexico. Yeah. Like there's a border there, yeah. but it's not the same place. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. It ain't yeah. happening. It ain't happening. But you've got Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross yes. in a strap match. Wow, so it yes. sounds very, very, very WWE. This, yeah, this is um, this has been quite the build, hasn't it? Mm. Between the black and white lighting and the fireball that that, that wasn't. Um, <laughs> that was so good. Why do they still do? I don't know why. I don't they know. Still I was this. You the great, think give it up. It was great on two levels, wasn't it? Because prop malfunctions. You know, I'm not a botch guy, but prop <laughs> malfunctions are always funny as long as no one gets hurt. True. Like uh, uh, Cora Jade and her skateboard that snapped <laughs> before she hit <laughs> before she hit Roxanne the other month. So, like, you got the good laugh of the fireball flying off in the distance and 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 then the earnestly good stuff of the improvisation to actually save the segment yeah. so they, it's good across the board on both levels earnest and piss take um but i mean you know the, the cross character the bombasticness isn't necessarily my cup of tea it's a bit warhammer 40k for me no shade listen stay out of the comments i respect <laughs> don't I re- do it just don't do it i respect don't all the tyranids <laughs> and the, the chaos space marines mm-hmm. other characters from warhammer <laughs> the emperor that's one you know it's a lot for someone who doesn't like it actually does, yeah. i played it when i was a teenager yeah, there it is go. and then uh you got kicked out the club did he and then uh, yeah <laughs> I didn't get enough points on my Reddit post. Um, but I, then we... I'm sorry. Uh, and we got to... Hey, listen, if you like that, you should have put a ring on it anyway, hey, is what I'm saying. That's it. <laughs> Carrying Cross versus Drew McIntyre. Carrying Cross is going to win because I think he's on uh, the track to title contention. Okay, very interesting. I do consider... Drew McIntyre might have ruined it all for himself for that sing-along with Tyson Fury. I don't want... Yeah. Triple H's like, nope, never closing the kill, show ever again. Kill him. <laughs> Goodbye. What do you think, Phil? Uh, Carrying Cross. Oh, there's do. another one. Oh, my Andy God. Murray. Here we go. This is like doing the news all over again. Two sips. <laughs> Pepsi does it What's to in you, that? Pepsi Max, man. Pepsi Max uh, well. Carrying Cross, because it'd be mental for it not to be. I mean, imagine doing that home again. Yeah. Yes, I can, actually. <laughs> all right, let's move on to... Uh, I don't want to go too early on this one, actually. No, we'll get rid of all the lower card. Let's say lower card. We've got the Brawling Brutes hey. versus Imperium in... Let me get this right, because this made me laugh so much when I, was, <laughs> when I was writing up these notes. A six-man tag team, good old-fashioned Donny Brook match. <laughs> Now, for someone who has those old fashioned yeah, oh, matches, don't you? I couldn't get away from them back oh, in my childhood. Long story history. So, long story <laughs> please, history. Please, sirs, please, there has oh. been one before. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. First of all, Phil, what's a Donny Brook match? I have no idea. I assume shillelaghs are involved. Ah, but that's okay. all I've got for you. Oh, uh, other than this match, I don't care what it's called, it's going to. Bang. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I love it. Well, you, you know, know there's only one of us who's like remained unhinged. Apart from <laughs> mine, just was for the impact of the intro. But after that, I was going to be professional. Well, you've got one in the bank now. I've now got one in the bank. Well, we, I think we've got about three now, thanks to you. <laughs> this is, but yeah, this is this whole thing is going to be great because these three. Yeah, like the three for either team are yeah. doing some great stuff right now. The kind of slow transition of Butch to Pete Dunne, but still staying as Butch is great. Um, Imperium <laughs> have been absolutely fantastic. Obviously, the Sheamus Walter matches have been great. It's every part of this I'm here for. It's going to be a lot of lo- it's going to be mad, but a lot, a lot of, fun. of fun. And who's winning? Uh, Sheamus. He's just him. It's not <laughs> not his team. Just Sheamus him. Yeah. Teams, the brawling <laughs> brooties. The brawling brooties. Sheamus got. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. The icy title shot on SmackDown tonight as well, right. so that's an interesting. That is an wrinkle. interesting wrinkle. Yeah. What are you think for that? Then you oh, well, tell me what you think. So who's going to win the match tonight on SmackDown? And then also give me your opinion for. I think they will. Shenanigans. <laughs> I think they will fifty-fifty tonight and uh, the uh, and tomorrow, and they will. Gunther will win, and I think he probably should. Um, because his push has been great. And as much yeah. as I, I, I've been a Seamus guy on this channel for years and years, I've been saying that this guy rules when people are like he sucks, uh, not my fellow co-workers, but just the commentariat in yeah. general. I love Seamus and I wanted him to win at Clash. But I think if you're going all in on this Gunther push, Gunther, yep. Gunther, whatever, you should go all in. Um, so a stat the other day, I have no idea if it's true, yes. but he's only lost twice in WWE since yeah. he started. Since he started. Yeah. Which is insane. Kicks ass. Kicks ass. Absolutely yeah. insane. Now, one of them would have been like the title change and stuff as yeah. well. So it's really cool. Um, so I think the brawling brutes will win uh, on the pay-per-view. Vinci or or uh, Kaiser will take the pin. Yeah. It's going to kick ass because all these guys kick ass. And it's probably a no DQ type deal with Chilele's like yeah. Phil has yeah. said. The first Donnybrook, Drew and Sheamus. Well, I mean, they always have good matches because they just kill each other. Uh, their July, I want to say, was incredible fun and i'm sure this will be the same that's what i wanted to hear the enthusiasm for a match i had no idea i love all these what guys yeah yeah i mean <laughs> i love them all yeah who are operating at their a very very high level right yeah. now within a company that famously i just <laughs> doesn't necessarily need that from, <laughs> uh, from his performers my favorite one is uh, probably like he's maybe not the best wrestler of the six but ridge holland has the uh, the voice of a man yes who should not be a wrestler. Like yeah. his accent is, it's so regional British. It, it's its so awesome. Uh, Cause you don't hear our regional British accents on TV too often. Uh, you'll hear like Drew's strong Scottish, but oh, it's like this guy's from Yorkshire. Yeah. That's sick. I love it. Yeah. He reminds me so much of in Snatch, the first guy who Brad Pitt fights, the Yorkshire, massive <laughs> Yorkshireman. Yeah. And he's going, stay down, stay <laughs> down. Yeah. And then he gets knocked out and I'm like, that's just Rich Holland. It's the same <laughs> class, the same guy, man. Get, get a scouser proper. Get Zach Gibson back on, man. Get him on the main roster. Soon Very to good. Be recognized. And Pete Dunn's got the uh, Birmingham. He's exactly. got that about him. <laughs> well, before we get ourselves completely put in the mud, uh, let's move on. <laughs> Every to... city in the UK hates <laughs> yeah. me now. Cancel. Well, saying that, I mean, we've got a what we've got a a, a Geordie, a Abaddonian, oh, right. and a Black Pudlian, <laughs> Black like William Pudlian. Regal over there. Hey, William Regal right. boy over Best there. Buds. Anyway, let's talk about the next match on Matt Riddle versus Seth Freakin' Rollins. Hello. Of course, Seth Freakin' Rollins. I love how they always <laughs> write his name out like that. <laughs> uh, they're doing the fight, of course, inside the fight pit, which is very interesting indeed, because I remember I love those matches on NXT. But the little wrinkle is, of course, Daniel Cormier of the UFC fame is going to be the special guest referee, which completely took me by surprise. And I was like, oh, I'm suddenly very interested in this because that's a little weird wrinkle. I know how much Daniel Cormier loves pro wrestling and has been trying to find an angle and... Anybody who knows both worlds, Andy Murray, I'm looking at you. Mm. Brock Lesnar teases and Daniel Cormier teases. Oh, it's all delicious. Who wants to take this one first? Go on. I have no idea about your season. All right, so shut up, Phil. <laughs> you're out. <laughs> Murray, you're back in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it'll happen, um, which is a shame yeah. because uh, it is something that they've obviously um, 
you know, they almost fought in the past when they did that little angle at the UFC show with the shove and all that stuff. Uh, apparent, interesting facet of that. Apparently, they're actually quite good friends. Yeah. And Cormier is like, I don't, uh, you should, the shove, whatever it's business. Uh, so I think that's pretty cool that they they kind of accepted that they worked a wrestling angle on a UFC show. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'd like to see him do more. Like I think even from a to remove the performance aspect of it, he's just a good broadcaster, mm. isn't he? Like he's really good on the UFC talking heads and commentary and stuff that I've heard. I'm not as into MMA as I used to be, but I hear bits and pieces from DC and I'm like, I really like that guy. He's just got mm. a nice manner about him. Um, I'd love to see him and Brock fight, but I think. Uh, maybe for now, maybe just one and done with this. And what's he going to be doing on Saturday? He's going to be uh, keeping the law. Keeping the law. I, mm, I could see, I think Rollins is probably losing here. So I reckon okay. Rollins is going to do some skullduggery. DC's going to admonish him and maybe that'll lead into the finish. So it's not entirely mm. clean. I do think they'll want to involve him somehow. They won't just want Daniel Cormier being like a wallflower, just yeah. part of the furniture. Um, he'll do something, but... Yeah, I it, Mike, Michael Hanfler actually, I think, has the correct booking for this. Rollins loses or because he's already banked the U.S. title shot for Monday and then wins the U.S. title somehow yeah. from Big Bob. Yeah. I like the sound of that, Phil. Similar for you? Yeah, Rollins losing just because he's really good at it these days. Yeah. <laughs> he's so good at losing. <laughs> he's really good at losing these days. People have these conversations, oh, does he lose too much? He should win more, blah, blah, blah. I think he should lose more. Yeah. He's great at it. I think, I think he's proof. That, that old adage that you don't need to be winning yeah. matches yeah. to be the, one of the most important people on the show. It's he is literally living proof of that. Absolutely, yeah. Biggest asset you can give a wrestling promoter is a great wrestler, and he is a great wrestler, mm-hmm. who stays over even when he loses seven times in a row. Yeah. Perfect. Li- literally does not factor into how over or not he is, which it's is genius. incredible on his part. He's cracked the code. Yes, and I will say this. I will never, ever, ever love again. We all know. <laughs> famous love of Seth once. He let me down. But I can't love again, but I will always admire... That man has got himself right back to where he probably should be in that company. Killer. We've obviously saved the best two for last because Aye. women are the best in WWE, <laughs> as usual. As always. Uh, and we'll start with uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship match between Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey in an Extreme Rules match. Bill Chambers, are you excited for this one? Are well, you, and, and also, is Liv Morgan going to die in this match? <laughs> <laughs> I think Ronda Rousey's going to die because Liv Morgan has a baseball bat with stickers on it and there ain't no fight in that, except she did kind Unless of Unless she take it off her. <laughs> well, she tried to take it off her. Yeah. It was a whole schmoz. Uh, I, I don't know. It would be weird to take the belt off Liv Morgan now because this entire run would not go down in history as the best women's uh, championship run in, in ever. Uh, so I think it needs something else to cement it and maybe a win over Ronda here. Like, I think she's been trying to show on SmackDown, like with the big jump through the table and stuff, like a more edgier side of Liv Morgan, the kind of more vicious side that JR always desperately wants out of people. Uh, so hopefully this is like a, a change of gears and she finds that like viciousness and just unleashes hell on Ronda yeah. Rousey with a variety of different weapons and things. And I'd be here for that. But like, I think they need that from, from for Liv right now. So I'm going to go with Liv tentatively. Very, very tentatively. Interesting. <laughs> Andy Murray, who are you going to go with for this one? I think Ronda Rousey's going to yeah. use her as a toothpick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think she might eat her alive. We love the contrasting yeah. views here. I saw a clip there from an interview that Liv did with uh, Rick Uccino. Shouts to Rick. Very nice man. Uh, does a great job. Where she said something along the lines of, I will crawl through uh, thumbtacks that are on fire. <laughs> <laughs> which is a wonderful image. Uh, she was talking about how they've cancelled like a spot using Lego bricks because they didn't want to think they were ripping off AEW or whatever. So it's clear from this that they have some insane stuff up their sleeves. I am very much looking forward to seeing it. Um, I would accept this match being no more than a completely psychology-free mess of stupid plunder spots. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, they haven't done live many favors as a babyface champion, I don't think. And uh, maybe her as champion is something we can revisit later on. Um, I like her, but they've not exactly presented her as the strong fighting baby face consistently. Yeah. I think the way to do it as well, like if you are going to put Ronda over and she's going to go out with the belt, like if you make Liv go through hell in this match and just keep on getting back up again, I think there's a way of getting her more over than she is probably now, but through defeat. So. Yeah. 
Hopefully they got that right. And hopefully, because I remember it all kind of went wrong when she won, but she tapped, didn't she? And yeah. Then it, was like, it didn't quite... It wasn't that, off to a great no, start from no, the very beginning. No. Which is a shame. But hey, I think you may be right. I think maybe if, it was, if I was choosing, I would probably go with the Murray route of, say, Ronda gets the win, and you can use this as a way to get live over in defeat and then start a new journey yeah. for her back to the top. 100%. So we might as well finish off with the Raw Women's Championship match. And of course, two of my personal favourites. Uh, Bianca Belair and Bailey going at it in a ladder match mm. for the Raw Women's Championship. I imagine they're not going to be able to put on a bad match, these two. But having said that, this has kind of been, um, is it fair to say, it's been a bit of a hitty-missy feud with these with these three and the, the three teams. I've, I've kind of, the little bits I've seen, I've, I love the damage control concept. I love the, the, how they're being presented, but yep. I feel like it could have done a bit more than it has so far. Yeah, I think... Like the impact it had when they first debuted and stuff like that yeah. moment was absolutely incredible. But I think it's kind of fizzled a little bit since then. And I don't know why, really. They've been put in a pretty strong position on TV. Um, but I think like this, as a the big singles match return for Bailey is going to be absolutely fantastic. Yeah. It's Bailey and Bianca Belair. I think it's a mess of styles that's going to work really well. Bailey tying Bianca's hair to the bottom of the ladder and then climbing up the ladder, I think is going to be absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then probably Bianca, I don't know, just lifting up Bailey and the ladder all at the same time or something We're ridiculous. Wheeling our hair up. <laughs> it's it's going to be so much fun. Uh, I think Bianca wins it because I don't think Bailey particularly needs the victory right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the run that Bianca's been having with the title, it's just another. Another person to tick off on the the road of like champions that she's beaten to like cement her in the main event forever and ever and ever. But I'm very much looking forward to this. I think it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Again, you've got the shenanigans of damage control or whether Bailey does the uh, Roman Reigns type thing of no, they're going to stay at the back and this is between me and you kind of thing. Either way, I think it's going to work. Um, but yeah, very much looking forward to it. Just got cramped there. Sorry, <laughs> I was wondering just got cramped. I was just wasn't just standing up, <laughs> trying my best to stay quiet while you were finishing that off. Uh, the interesting element here is, and it's not it's not necessarily tied to this match, but something I did I get got excited about because she's obviously already done a bit of a run with uh, Bailey back in the day. Yep. She's obviously got victories over Bailey, over Sasha Banks, over Becky Lynch. The one horse woman she doesn't, I think, still is Charlotte Flair. Now I'm not saying she's turning up. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying it will be interesting to see. The kind of momentum, whether we, whether Bailey gets to win here or Bianca gets to win, because we do have that somewhere you'd, you'd imagine yeah. uh, lingering in the background, Andy Murray. Mm, yeah, all mm, kinds of yeah, <laughs> all kinds of interesting uh, storyline possibilities with this gigantic crew of human beings that are going to be at ringside, including one Alexa Bliss, ah. who, for my prediction, oh, who's she got nice. as, friendship with as this match is progressing? <laughs> what is going to materialize at ringside? but a box-like structure that Alexa Bliss is going to fall into from a ladder. Oh, my God, she fell into the box-like structure. Suddenly, the lights cut out. What hits on the PS? I love how he's done this unprompted because I was going to ask, <laughs> how is he going to debut before all this happens? <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> the flipping fiend is going to pop out the box and win the Raw Women's Championship. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> I mean... It sounds about right, doesn't it? it Why sounds, not? Why it not? sounds like the book and I'm expecting. That could be a fiend belt as well, or a lily belt. If Triple H is trying to... Fiend versus Bianca Belair. If Triple H is trying to like put a flag down for his legacy, <laughs> having a man win the women's... It's about time a man won a women's championship. <laughs> hey? Hey, these men get <laughs> nothing from WWE. I'm the flipping fiend. Hey, goodness, goodness gracious me. So you're going for, <laughs> with that match, you went for... Uh, Bianca Bianca and you're going for The Fiend The Fiend Fair I'm, I'm also going to go for The Fiend I don't, I, don't, I don't see how you could be wrong I don't see how you could possibly well, be wrong What if The Fiend What if Bray Wyatt does come back But is a different character And Alexa Bliss becomes The Fiend it Becomes No it doesn't have to be I was going to say It's very, something very old timely It has to be like Lady Fiend or Mrs. Fiend <laughs> Which just is the like, fiend. She could just be The, be the, be the Fiend The Fiend Like The Eel's brother The The Fiend The Lantern could just be like uh, the goddess character's head instead. Yeah, of course. There you go. So the fiend is coming back. That's a hundred percent confirmed. I am excited to see how it's going to happen. We don't know. Uh, I don't. Can you do comments on these? I don't know if you can comment on the podcast. Yeah, Daddy, you, you can, can reply. Tweet. Hey, tweet us. Yeah. Let us know what you think your, is going to happen with the fiend at all of this at what culture WWE. <laughs> We're excited, you're excited, but not as you as excited as you should all be hey. for the little switch of pace here now because I have been doing the Wilborn job and now it's Phil's turn. Because it's apparently it's time for a. Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. The You've board's got the there. I've got the board. This is your hang job. On. You're the Wilborn. Right, hang on then. Let's try this again. Uh, where's the. Nope. nope. Wrong button. Come on, Wilborn. Musical note. There you go. There you go. This is get. Wait. This one. 
Yeah. No. Oh. It's what? Where yeah. is it? Yeah, it says bloody good. It's it's gone. There it is. Hey. Hey. Seamlessly transitioning <laughs> into a look good face. I've just realized I've not got the review <laughs> thing, so we're just gonna skip that bit. And I'll just go straight into the quiz, because that's the bit you all care about, really. Oh, but leave yeah. a review, a five-star review down in there the goes. review part. What do you call the review section? I don't know. Review the podcast. You listen, Wilborn you've been listening long enough. On a different podcast. You've been listening long enough. You know, you don't need us to do Wilborn's bit. You know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Do this stuff with the thing and make it happen. Five stars, everybody. Exactly. Or one star, as long as it's a good... No, you can say whatever you want, horrible or nice, but as long as it's five stars. Yeah. Is that what he says? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, the one. Yeah. Close one star is not getting on, apart no, from the weeks not. when I host. <laughs> <laughs> Once a year. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting to see the ratings go through the roof for this hosting. Yeah, that'll be happening. So I am relying on um, uh, technology again for this. Interesting. Could you just ex- explain, yeah, explain to the folks at home this weird dynamic we've got going on right well, now? Well, basically, <laughs> when Wilbon goes away, Wilbon doesn't put any effort into quizzes. He uses other people's, and he's basically just massive hack. So when he's yeah. gone, we can actually do good work. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of people you. we have shaded on this show. <laughs> people who I don't deserve it. They had it coming. No, they, they did. They well, had it coming. You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but in honor of The Fiend... I basically wondered to myself, what if other wrestlers were the fiend? What would their entrance music sound like? What? Oh my god! <laughs> what on earth? So I've been playing with some effects. Oh my god! <laughs> and I have taken some wrestlers from uh, WWE, AEW, males, females from the past, from future, not future, from, from the present. Future. From we're the, from the future. From the present day, from the past days, uh, and I have. Have you got uh, Scrap Daddy Adam Pierce? <laughs> I have not. I have put loads of distortion on them. I have run them through a pitch shifter, and I have put loads of reverb on them to make them sound like the fiend's theme. And you have to guess. <laughs> Can I just say what fiendly entrance music it is? We've, we've killed everything for Wilborn forever, yeah, and I, and I kind of like that. Yeah, it's about time that guy had to start getting his finger out, stop pressing these buttons, and start doing some actual work. He could not come on the podcast next week and do fifteen fascinating questions about Booker T. <laughs> like <laughs> the game has changed. You could certainly try, though. Well. So the usual rules do apply, obviously. It's just for fun. Shout your name out when you figure it out. There's no multiple okay. choice. You've just you, you know or you don't. Basically, it's just how well do you know other wrestlers as the fiend? We're just going to have a great one. time. Hell yeah. Actually, to be fair, this go. is Murray's specialist subject. It so is, it is, man. So listen up. Probably sounds like my record Best collection. Best of luck, anyway. Yeah. Handshakes for the boys. Just for fun, though. Who is this as the Frank fiend? Pepsis. Pepsis. Oh, wow. <laughs> let it play. Oh, I want to let it play. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Incredible. I should say as well, I've cut out all of the really obvious things. Yes. So I'll cut out the glass smash and then at the, the very beginning. Because that's just I respect it. So that means Andy Murray at some point he's cut out Mick Foley's car crash at the start of one of them. Because <laughs> he's a Mick Foley guy. <laughs> Outstanding. I wouldn't say a damn word. <laughs> 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 well, I don't know that's what you're talking about. Thing. Uh, question number two. Whose fiendly entrance is this? Best podcast. <laughs> oh my God. The first 10 seconds or so of that were just. Well, the fiend is also a wizard, so he is also they've a got wizard. a lot in common. He does a lot of sorcery. Yeah. As well. He's a saucy <laughs> He's a guy. saucy little minx. A sorcery guy. Saucy uh, okay. little minx. 2 nails to Adam Nicholas. A little squat man. Still plenty of time. A little squat man. Question three. Like a little eel. I got this. Which fiend is this? <laughs> Oh, there's this thing. 
John Cena rapping really slowly. It is not. Uh, Maybe if you listen to the beginning again, really. Ready? Isn't it a bit faster? It is. Nicholas? Uh, we don't know. It's definitely McMahon, of course. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Excuse me? <laughs> I, I thought it was... I thought the Queendom. It, in the background, I thought I heard... Wow. That was wild. That was incredible. Still too now. Is this the best quiz ever? Phil Chambers' entrance fees. Question number four. Who Sorry, enters but just need to say it again. Like that really sounded like Twin Peaks to a chain. <laughs> it sounded like David Lynch had made something in his room and brought it on the telly. Anyway, sorry, let's go. Ready? Here we go. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> let it go first, though. You got I want to let it play let out it. first. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to hear this. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, feel dirty feet. Dirty ass feet. <laughs> Dirty ass devil worshipping fiend. Uh, Maxwell Jacob Fiendman. It is Maxwell <laughs> Jacob Fiendman. <laughs> Get that in one note, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. This Incredible. is great. This is Question number five. <laughs> here we go. Beans. Phil, oh. can we have copies of all of these, please? These <laughs> are so <laughs> dope, man. <laughs> well, we got ten he minutes. Can wait. He can wait. <laughs> I cannot finish it for. Apologize. Uh, question five, six, six. Question six. Here we go. Have <laughs> we gone long? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> it's fine. Here we no go. Worries. It is Cody yeah. Rhodes. I was hoping for our wrestling more than one. Yeah. It's a wall of All righty. So, uh, it's 3-2 to Adam Nicholas. Mm -hmm. Still plenty of time for you, Andy Murray. Questions <laughs> Come on, seven. Andy Murray. We got this. We got Here this. Here we go. So excited. <laughs> 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 yes, let it play. Montel, is this on? Love that one. Fantastic. It's hard because I want to play these out, but I know we are running ahead of, behind, <laughs> ahead of schedule, behind schedule, behind. Question number eight. Or two to Adam Nicholas. Boy. All right, we get you two here. Let's get we the draw. This. There, is, the draw. there is a tiebreaker as well. But, you know. We're going to get the draw then. We're going to get you to the draw. Here we go. Question eight. <laughs> oh, what am I doing? Here we go. Yep, it's happening. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. There it is. Do you have a favorite guy? I want to see how this goes out. Yeah. 
time when they brought that back uh, for two yes. seconds at Clash yeah. of the Castle. Cowards. <laughs> Couldn't double down on it. Wimps. Wimps indeed. Uh, so it was indeed Fiend McIntyre. Yeah, it was. On to question nine. Yep, yeah, baby. Who lives in a fiend like this? Who lives in a fiend like this? <laughs> Go on, a little bit more. Hey. Oh, that was awesome. Do it again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, question 10. There is t- I've technically got two more, so you could still draw I this. I think you can draw this. Let's just do it, man. Yeah. You get them both. It's 5-3 to Adam Nicholas as we stand. Turned as a tie. Question 10. Here we go. Tell you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, a, what a proper gag that would have been. Actually the <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. So it's 5 4. But Andy Ramon, you make the tie here. To go. To Andy going to tie it all up on this Let's fine t- fiend day. Tie it on the tiebreaker, yeah. I yeah, sound. That's what, that's what a tiebreaker's for. <laughs> so the tie maker is The tie maker. Time maker. Race 11. She's a fiend. We're all fiends. Hey! Shout out to Less Than Jake. Yeah. Less Than Fiend. That was incredible. The bloody fiend quiz. Listen, I'm sure everybody will understand why we're late. And when we play them those tunes there, they'll be very happy with them. <laughs> so <laughs> it's well, all indeed. good. They're going to get it. Good, They're going to get it. <laughs> so that's it, right? We're done. That's it, That's yeah. it, baby. Oh, the greatest quiz ever, I think. <laughs> I think you managed to outdo yourself once again on the quiz department. Always uh, does. Thank you to Phil for his review. <laughs> uh, his five-star review. His ten-star review, I hear, mm-hmm. is what got him that quiz gig. Yeah. Uh, a great quiz for the boys. A lovely time as well. That's always great time. on Friday. I've really enjoyed it. If you've enjoyed this podcast, well, go and subscribe to the channel and do podcast stuff. And, you know, you know the drill. Again, he does it. Go out of a bot called yeah, WWE on you YouTube. You do. get it. Podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. You can also follow What Culture on Twitter at What Culture WWE. I can't believe we all won today, guys. <laughs> we did. God bless the feed, everyone. That's amazing. Um, God you can bless. also follow your hosts on this one. You can follow Phil Chambers at. Fill my chambers, and you can follow Andy at... You can follow me at Andy H. Murray. The H stands for The Fiend. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and you can follow me at It's Adam Nicholas. He would normally say, follow us no, all. No, dear, that's wrong. Oh, dear. But that's what <laughs> yeah, you're right, but we're not going to say that, Andy Murray. <laughs> what one's this? No, dear, that's wrong. Not yet. Too soon. <laughs> you got a little bit carried on. Oh, no, was I meant to have done that yeah, already? I meant to have done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll just, just, we'll just, just press it now. So anyway, <laughs> we're going to wrap this thing up like only good people know how to do. Bye. Isn't that a good film? Well, I don't know how he does this. Come on. Gonna wrap it up and Just because you've, been given, you, you, you've you. given a bunch of babies a shotgun. You, you turn mine all the way up. 50, 52 you, you shut you guys off, so it's just it's just me now. That's so, uh, how so, so, what, so what do you, oh, got, what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> 43 Quick, seconds. Phil, you got 40 seconds. Tell me your best joke. Uh, 
went to a zoo once. It was a shit zoo. What? No, it had a, well, you only had one dog. It was a shit zoo. There you go. Hey, no, no, up. No, put that in your tamers. Any money? Go on. I what to call it. Fly with no wings. A walk. <laughs> Get out. Get <laughs> over you. You know what it is? I rely on the continent. That's good. I've enjoyed that. Great deal. <laughs> that was in the back pocket. Whenever you need to bring the house down. That's, that's why, why was the skeleton... Red. Why was the skeleton red? No. Why did the skeleton bear? Because he didn't have the guts to fart. Hey! Hey! Podcast is over! Wrestling! Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.